Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Tim Danson joins us on The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Um, Tim, it's, it's repulsive and I would imagine quite a surprise to most Canadians to know that Bernardo has these rights to have his interactions with, with the parole board declared confidential. Well, we certainly find it to be offensive. Um, we participated, of course, in his last parole hearing. It was his first parole hearing on October 17, 2018. And our job is to put forward the best case we can uh, to prevent him from being released. Uh, obviously, he is a serious, serious danger. And the parole board agreed with us, so his parole was denied. But, you know, he gets the right, and this bothers me too, to apply for parole every two years. Um, so we already have to start play, you know, preparing for the next one. And we want disclosed uh, all of the records that he is relying upon to effectively being to be relieved from the consequences of his life sentence and all the materials that the parole board will be looking at and relying upon to adjudicate this issue. What bothers me is um, Paul Bernardo is seeking a public remedy. So to and when I say a public remedy, he's seeking to be relieved from the consequences of his life sentence. He's being requesting that he's paroled and back out into the community. This is in every way public. So for the parole board to tell us that uh, his privacy rights trump the public's right to know transparency in our criminal justice system uh, is repugnant to me. Um, and as a result, uh, we have brought uh, a constitutional challenge. Uh, to um, the legislation and to the decision of the parole board that is denying Canadians the right to access to this information. Information, and, and, and let's put this in a proper perspective, his trial was public, his sentencing was public, his dangerous offender application was public. Why all of a sudden is his parole hearing uh, going to be a secret, which itself is public? So we've even asked for um, the audio tape of his last uh, uh, parole hearing uh, so we could get a transcript because I've had experience in other cases where offenders um, uh, at each of their parole hearings start changing their evidence and, and start lying. Uh, yet you have a different panel of the parole board. So we need the audio tape. We need a transcript so future parole uh, board panels can uh, be reminded about what the offender said previously. And I have to tell you this, and this is really disturbing. Um, as I say, these parole hearings are public, but they're circumscribed by the, the, the room itself because it's very small. Uh, but when Paul Bernardo was being questioned about his offenses, uh, it was as if he was talking about the weather. And when you listen to his tone of voice, his voice, Canadians have a right to hear that. Uh, they have a right to, uh, to evaluate uh, how the parole board does, does its job. And the other thing that's offensive is that subsequent to his hearing, his sentencing hearing 25 years ago, or more than that now, um, the criminal law, the criminal code changed to allow judges to impose consecutive ineligibility periods, which means this. When he was sentenced, he was sentenced to life imprisonment without parole eligibility for 25 years. That's, that's his penalty for, for Leslie Mahaffey. And then he's convicted also of the murder of Kristen French. But his parole eligibility is still 25 years. So he's getting a free pass for the murder of Kristen French, which is just repugnant. So the criminal code was changed so you could give consecutive 
um, ineligibility periods. And Justice Lesage, the trial judge, said that Paul Bernardo must spend the rest of his natural life in jail, and there's no chance of rehabilitation. So if this law was in place, he would have made parole ineligibility 25 years plus 25 years, and therefore his parole eligibility wouldn't even be coming up until the year 2043. So the thought that Paul Bernardo was seeking this public remedy to be released and we're not able to get his records that he's relying upon, uh, I, I find is fundamentally um, um, untenable. And, and, and the last point, Roy, and, is that uh, in terms of the law, forget about even constitutional principles, just the, 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 the Correctional uh, um, Release Act, the, correctional, uh, the, the legislation that governs this, uh, the CCRA, is, is that uh, there is a balance between the privacy interests of the offender, and I don't believe they exist here from the moment you apply for parole, and, um, and the public interest. How, how, how possibly, on any perspective, can someone like Paul Bernardo's privacy interests, he certainly didn't give respect the privacy interests of my client when he's torturing them and murdering them, how his privacy rights trump, uh, trump uh, the public's right to know. Uh, I, I don't get it, but we'll put that before a court, and, uh, and hopefully we can change this. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.